Welcome to Philadelphia Flyers Weekly, your home for Philadelphia Flyers podcasts. WBME Broadcasting. Each week, we'll run down player news and franchise news for the Philadelphia Flyers National Hockey League Club. We'll also feature news from around the NHL and much more. Flyers Weekly starts right now with your host, Chris Smith. What's good to have you here for this special holiday edition of Philadelphia Flyers Weekly? FlyersWeekly at gmail.com, of course, our email address, and uh, www.philadelphiaflyersweekly.blogspot.com is our home page. Well, we hope you had a great holiday season so far. Of course, today being Tuesday, December 27th. It was a great Christmas here, and uh, hopefully it was for you and your family as well. Well, getting right into Flyers Weekly this week, uh, what a good week for the Flyers so far. And uh, winning some games, win the road, always a good sign for whatever sport you play. But especially for the Philadelphia Flyers and the situation they're in, the longest road trip in club history is upon us. Um, and it won't end until the middle of January. That's when the Flyers will return to the Wachovia Center, the middle of January. So there's a lot of games we played on the road, and the Flyers have gotten off to a very good start so far, and last week was no different. They did lose to Buffalo uh, in a shootout. Uh, however, they defeated uh, Pittsburgh again. They defeated Ottawa in a great game. And of course, Monday night, last night, they defeated Florida, the Panthers, in a shootout. It was a great game down in Florida last night, if you missed it. Uh, I'll tell you what, you missed a good one. Uh, Michael Hanzus uh, got the game winner in the shootout, and he was the only one who scored in the shootout. And Taro Nidamaki has played great. In the absence of Robert Esch, Nidamaki is putting a strong bid in to replace Mika Kiprasov for Team Finland in the 2006 Olympics. You watch out the next couple of weeks. I think they're going to have to make a decision to replace Kiprasov. Of course, Mika Kiprasov has re- has withdrawn from the, from Team Finland uh, for the 2006 Olympics because of uh, an ailing hip. Uh, it is there is word that Intero Nidamaki will replace him. We'll talk about that in just a couple minutes. But Nidamaki's playing great. He's making some great saves, and you can watch Nidamaki all you want. And sometimes you can say, well, he has no idea where the puck is, and he doesn't sometimes. But bottom line is this. Antero Nidamaki is stopping the puck. He's getting the job done. He's had a lot of shootout situations. He's had a lot of shootout chances. He's coming out of the net. It's a good sign to see. He's cutting down the angle on these shooters, and he's doing an excellent job. So Antero Nidamaki, uh, so far on this road trip, has been a big uh, piece of the Flyers' success. Another big piece has been Ken Hitchcock and moving around some lines here. And uh, if you're following some of the games and watching some of the games, you would know that Mike Knubel has been moved around. The the forsberg gagne Knubel line has been broken up for the time being sometimes during the game. Uh, I think uh, during the Florida uh, Panthers game, I think you saw that line earlier on. I believe uh, some of the other games you saw that line earlier on. But as the game goes on, Hitch has said he wanted to, to mix it up a little bit. That line is not uh, producing 5-1-5. They've been great in the power play. Forsberg has been tremendous in the power play. Talk about that in a minute. But that line, the the, 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 the forsberg knubel Gagne line has struggled 5-1-5. So what Hitch has done, he's switched up the lines. He's putting uh, Mike Knubel on a line with uh, Jeff Carter and Ben Eager. Ben Eager with his first two NHL goals last night in Florida. A great sign to see. So Knubel with Carter and Eager and Umberger, R.J. Umberger, who has been playing great hockey the last couple weeks, has been moved up to uh, support Peter Forsberg and Simone Gagne on the top line. So a lot of the young kids really stepping up. We, all, we talked about this a couple weeks ago uh, where with the injuries the Flyers 
that, that the Flyers are having, the youngsters really need to step it up. Well, they've done that. They've done exactly that, and they've done an awesome job at doing it. R.J. Umberger has stepped up. Uh, ben Eager with his first two goals uh, last night, Monday night in Florida. Uh, ben Eager has played great. Ben Eager has played a physical game. Ben Eager has fought. He has now scored goals. He has created a lot of scoring opportunities last couple games. I could see this coming. I could see Ben Eager scoring some goals here. He was really cre- he really creates a lot of opportunities in the Pittsburgh Penguins game, and he started creating opportunities in the Monday night game against Florida, and he wound up uh, rewarded with two goals. So Ben Eager doing a great job. And now Mike Knubel down there. Not really a knock on Knubel at all. Um, Again, uh, Hitch trying to trying to make trying to just switch these lines up, trying to get something to work five on five with this lead line. Knubel's playing great hockey. There's there's nothing wrong with Mike Knubel. Simone Gagne playing pretty good hockey. Of course, you're not going to split up Peters Forsberg and Simone Gagne. I don't think. I mean, the team is. I mean, there's chemistry there. That team has worked together well all year. But Simone Gagne's his shot seems to be a little bit off. I've seen Simone Gagne completely miss the net. In fact, last night Monday night's game against Florida. Simone Gagne missed an, missed an open net, a sure goal. Uh, I think it was like the second period. Uh, so Simone kind of maybe struggling a little bit. Peter's been trying to set you know people up. That's what he's going to do. He's going to make the plays and, and whatnot. Um, but again, the, the line had a number of chances. The, the Forsberg Gagne in the line had a number of even strength chances in the, in, uh, in the Florida game and uh, really couldn't convert. So hopefully, maybe moving Mike Knubel around, uh, may, you know, may bringing R.J. Umberger up to that line, maybe that'll spark something. That's what Hitch is looking for right now. I think is some sort of spark to get those players rolling again. Well, the penalty killing has been much better. Another key to the Flyers' success in this road trip so far. Team has killed 20 of 22 penalties over the last week. 20 of 22 penalties over the last week, rather. The Flyers are also out of the cellar in the PK. Uh, I think they were last in the entire league, uh, but they are actually second to last. Washington in last place now in the penalty killing Um department and the Flyers are second to last. They're killing 79% of the penalties uh, they've killed. So, again, you you know, the the power play, they've always, you, you always say the power play you, you you might be able to get by a, a a winning team. You might you might still be able to have a winning team with with a weak power play. But one thing you'll never have a championship team do is have a weak penalty killing unit. It just doesn't work in the NHL. You got to have a strong penalty killing unit if you're going to be a strong team. And the Flyers have really stepped it up over the last week, killing 20 of 22 penalties. And a great job. Uh, to the to the penalty killing unit, you're looking at Michael Hanzus. Uh, you're looking at uh, John Sim. You're looking at a host of players uh, really doing a great, great job. Darian Hatcher has just been incredible, not only on even strength but penalty killing as well. Mike Rathjew's been out there also. Those guys have done a very good job, and it's a, it's a surprise to see because we always talk about the new NHL and the bigger defensemen kind of get left out. But Darian Hatcher doing a great job on the penalty killing unit. Michael Hanzus doing a great job on the penalty killing unit. Those guys in general really, really coming up with some strong plays and really, uh, really helping to limit the teams uh, this past week to just two goals. Um, 
face-offs, too. We talk about Michael Hanzu, so move on to face-offs. And the Flyers have been winning about 50% of their face-offs, a pretty good percentage, and that always helps. Michael Hanzu's Mike Richards really doing a good job. Uh, Mike Richards uh, getting a chance to take more face-offs as the season goes on, and he's winning a lot more. Michael Hanzu's winning a lot of face-offs right now. Good sign to see. And, and Hanzu's with the uh, shootout goal in Monday's game against Florida. Uh, so Michael Hanzu's definitely uh, stepping up his game uh, the last couple weeks in, in, in these injuries and things like that. Flyers, of course, getting players back. Speaking of the injuries, Flyers getting some players back. Of course, Simone Gagne, obviously, back. Brian Savage, I don't think I ever mentioned anything about him, but he is back. Um, Turner Stevenson, I believe, still day-to-day. Uh, a few other people, of course. Uh, Yoni's out with the sports hernia. Keith Primo out with the concussion. Not really sure uh, the status on those guys right there. But uh, players slowly creeping back into the lineup, and uh, good to see. And you're seeing a lot better hockey, too, I think. Uh, the power play, we mentioned that uh, it was 5 of 27 over the last week. And uh, actually, it was actually 2 of 4 against Ottawa. And I wanted to point that out because Ottawa was like fourth in the league in penalty killing. So a good sign, especially for the power play. Now, of course, you know, you hear power play with the Flyers. You're always going to first immediately think of Peter Forsberg. Well, this week was no different. Uh, Forsberg actually had a point in each of the five power play goals that the Flyers scored over the last week. Uh, so the Forsberg-Gagne line is still effective in the power play department. Uh, those guys really, really, really strong in the power play department, uh, but it's, it's even strength they're struggling. So, and, and if you just watch Peter Forsberg, he's the most amazing player to watch because somehow he finds a way to get the puck through a maze of players to an open player on the other side of the net or wherever they may be. It's it's amazing to watch. I tell you, if you ever really get a chance to center one Peter Forsberg and just watch Peter when he has the puck, he is so talented. He's just so good. It's amazing to watch. I'm really glad he's on our team now that he's coming over to the, uh, to the Eastern Conference. It's a good thing we have him. Well, the Olympic players were announced last week also, and a host of Flyers players uh, going to be playing for their respective countries. I'll run down the list here real quick. Uh, Simone Gagne, of course, playing for Team Canada. Yoni Pikkinen and Sammy Kapanen playing for Team Finland. Dennis Seidenberg has been chosen to play for Team Germany. Darian Hatcher, Robert Esch, Mike Knubel, all representing the USA. Uh, from the Philadelphia Flyers organization. Kim Janssen and Peter Forsberg playing for Team Sweden. Michael Hanzus playing for Team Latvia. And uh, the rumors, again, like we mentioned earlier, um, Mika Kiprasov, which is, of course, the Calgary Flames goaltender, actually had to, uh, did, did withdraw from, uh, from his selection to Team Finland because of a, a, a hip injury. Now, they are saying that it, there is a good chance that Antero Nidamaki will take Kiprasov's spot uh, for Team Finland. Hasn't been announced yet, but there's a strong rumor that might happen. Of course, if Nidamaki keeps playing, keeps playing the way he's playing, I'd say it's probably going to be a pretty sure bet uh, that uh, he's going to have a good chance to play for Team Finland this year. Well, Entero and Nidamaki. Now, also Sammy Kapanen. He's also rumored to possibly withdraw from, from uh, his selection to Team Finland uh, to rest. Hasn't, I haven't heard anything yet that he has withdrawn, uh, but uh, the rumor is that Sammy might sit. And looking over some of these rosters, there are some really, really strong rosters. Not only, uh, of course, uh, Team Canada with a strong roster, but I'm looking at Team Finland. Uh, I'm looking at uh, the Slovakia roster. There are a lot of big names and a lot of good goal scorers in some of these rosters. Of course, Team USA, I think they're going to have their work cut out for them this year. We'll see what happens, though. There's a lot of players... 
uh, that, that are familiar in here. And, uh, of course, we could spend a lot of time picking apart uh, these players and things like that. But I think the main thing uh, for Team USA is probably going to be goaltending. It's John Graham. It's going to be Robert Ash. It's going to be Rick DiPietro. All three goaltenders playing well this year. But if you look at some of the other goaltending that we're kind of up against, and we'll go right to Team Canada because you're looking at Marty Brodeur. You're looking at Roberto Luongo, who we saw in, on Monday night in, in Florida, who played an awesome game, played a great game to Luongo. And you're also looking at Marty Turco uh, from Dallas Stars. So you're looking at some stiff competition. And, you you know, the most important thing, I think, for Team USA right now is going to be goaltending. Dee Pietro is having a good year. Robert Esch, so was uh, John Graham down in Tampa Bay. But, um, like I said, stiff competition. Um in the Olympics here, just looking around uh, Team Sweden. Henrik Lundqvist will play for Team Sweden. Um, of course, uh, Mika Kippersoff, we mentioned him. He may not be, uh, but a lot of big names to st- uh, stick out at you. So I think the USA, pretty good team this year. Um, Again, goaltending going to be a big uh, a big factor, I think, in these Olympic Games. While on deck this week, the Flyers continue this very, very long road trip. And uh, on Wednesday, they'll be at Atlanta. Thursday, at Carolina. Um, it should be another great game. Carolina, again, playing great hockey. We'll get to see Rod Brindamore. And Rod Brindamore, man, what an asset he's been to that Carolina team. He's really been scoring a lot of goals. He's been getting a lot of points uh, for his age. He has been doing a spectacular job down there. One of my most favorite players, Rod Brindamore, I remember watching him when he was in Philly. Um, and, boy, what an asset he is to any team he plays. And a very, very hard worker, works the front of the net. We'll get a chance to see him and everybody else down there in Carolina. Of course, we'll round out the week, New Year's Eve, at Washington. Uh, so we get a little close to home uh, in Washington to face the uh, – well, struggling capitals. We'll put it to you that way. Well, that's going to do just about do it for me in this holiday edition of Flyers Weekly. Thank you for joining me. Have a great week. Have a happy new year, a safe new year, and uh, we'll see you in 2006. Take care. You've been listening to Flyers Weekly on WPME Broadcasting, Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Make sure to join us next week for another edition of Flyers Weekly. And make sure to join us online at philadelphiaflyersweekly.blogspot.com. And make sure to send us your emails at flyersweekly at gmail.com. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week.